0: He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast. Where we're going to try to give you some actionable items directly when the episode is over to take back into your contact center, improve the overall agent quality to improve the customer experience and, and hopefully create a, a better contact center environment for you and your employees. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500 seat call center outsourcer located here in a, in kind of snowy Erie, PA. We've got a storm uh, kind of moving in, but uh, had a pretty light winter here in the in the Northeast. So we're we'll take it. It's not to, not too bad. I'll take the 6 to 8 inches that are I guess supposed to be coming. Real quick before I get going, you know what's interesting about being a super amateur, I guess, podcaster, I guess that's what I would be called, is when you record an entire 25-minute episode, which I just did about, I don't know, three minutes ago, (laughs) and uh, you forgot to use the proper microphone, so the microphone was not plugged in, so it just was the computer mic, so the sound quality was absolutely atrocious, and you can't use any of it. So we are now on part two that I guess maybe I'm going to have a better episode here now that I had a, tri- a full trial run at it. But anyway, let's get into this thing. So before before I talk about policies, the policies that you need to have in your contact center, I just want to first of all thank you. And I know some of you guys get annoyed when I get into this rant, but I, I'm just so appreciative to all of you guys. Twenty five thousand downloads of of, an, of episodes of the of the Geek, which is totally amazing. Thank you guys so much. Please, 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 I'm going to ask you. I haven't done this in a little bit. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, I know a lot of you are on Spotify listening to this, but about still about 60% of you guys are on iTunes. Please, will you please post a review? Right, Don't just click a one through five, one if you think we stink or five if you think we're great. But you know, I'd love to hear some actual feedback and, and give some some people who are listening to the podcast for the first time. That's where they go to kind of really see what's going on here. So if you can please post a review, if you found any value in what we're doing, I'd, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. All right. The other thing I want to talk about is please join. We're, we have almost 100 people now in our Advice from a Call Center Geek Facebook community, and that's going up every single day now. It's starting to take off. People are starting to post. So, you know, right when this episode is over or right now, head over to Advice from a Call Center Geek Facebook community, and, and you're going to find a lot of content there from like minded call center colleagues like us that are just have questions and problems that, that all of us can kind of help out and, and come on and, and answer. I'm going to tell you also to join that because we just hired a chief content creator here for advice from a call center geek and for our company at Expedia. So the amount of content that we're going to be posting, she's a graduate of, from RIT. She's a 3D animator. She knows photography. She knows podcasting. She knows all this stuff way better than I do. So the quality of our content, I think, hopefully is, is going to go through the roof. And we're going to start with a lot of things on the community. So please, please, when you're done, head on, head on over there. All right, let's talk about policies in your contact center. I'm gonna, these policies are ten policies that every single call center needs to have. These are not HR; well, they're kind of HR oriented, but they're not uh, they're they're contact center HR oriented. So, again, we're not going to talk about like paid time off and four hundred one k and all that kind of stuff. Those kind of policies that that are company wide, but literally the things you need to have to to kind of set up a call center, you need to have all ten of these in some fashion. You need to get your attorney involved in some of these as well. What I'm going to do when we're done, I'm going to post all of these policies. Well, I'm going to post about seven or eight of them that I think I can do. There's a couple of them that I, I'll tell you why that I don't want to post. But seven or eight of them I'm going to post for you. We'll post them in the show notes. I'll, uh, I'll go up on the community and post them in the Facebook community as well, probably on LinkedIn as well. So if you want to see the template, if you want to use the full entire policy, I got no problem with that. If you want to use just kind of a piece of it, I got no problem with that. I'm not telling you to use these. I don't think legally I can either. I'm just saying this is what we're doing. So kind of take that for what it's worth. All right, so let's get into these policies. Number one is every single employee and contact center employee you have needs to sign an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement, right? It needs to cover basically three things, right? So confidentiality for all your technical information. So if there's any kind of systems or techniques or even inventions, um, patents that you guys have, I mean, that's kind of the extreme of it, right? And then we don't want business information, so business information means you know customer list pricing data, you know financial data, any marketing materials that you guys may have. That's got to stay in-house and then the third is any any customer information right So we don't want any kind of customer data leaving going out. you have to understand that uh, the rep needs to sign this that they're legally bound not to do that. and also on here you need to put some, uh, some enforcement and what happens if they do. Not a fun document, but one that is extremely necessary. Number two, the kind of kind of ham and eggs right with the NDA is the social media engagement policy. It's 2020. All of your reps are posting. They're posting on TikTok. They're posting on Facebook. They're posting on Snapchat. You have to make sure that, to the best of your ability, um, you, you can basically say what they can and what they cannot post. So again, as a quick example, for us. It's broken down into basically acceptable use what employees may post and what they can't post. Very simple. So what can they post? They can post that they work at Expedia. They can post any type of positive information on volunteer work or corporate things that we're doing or, you know, things that they're really happy about with the organization. Basically, anything that's not malicious towards the company towards a person, they can post. What can't they post? They can't represent themselves as a the spokesperson of Expedia. I think I do that enough myself. They can't post any slanderous or defamatory, threatening, harassing content or images about customers or or any um, the company or any um, fellow employees. They can't post content um, that really has to do with Expedia, with our customers, with any vendors. You know, you kind of get the point, right? So make sure that you think that through. What can your reps post? What can't they post? Make sure everybody understands that. Make sure they sign it. Next policy is a background check authorization. If you are doing background checks, you gotta have basically the the employee sign this. Um, if you're not doing background checks, I would do one anyway because if ever there's a need in the future, you're gonna have it done. It takes two seconds to do so again, i would I would make sure that you have a background check authorization form, and it also just I don't know it, it might it might weed a couple people out that maybe shouldn't be there as well if they know that you're kind of checking that stuff or at least have the perception that you're checking. Okay, the next one is a little interesting. And it's really, really important. And that's our recording and our audiovisual kind of consent form. So the first thing is I'm not going to post this because each state is so different. You know, California is so much more different than, uh, than a North Dakota or Nebraska when it comes to kind of what you can do on a, on a personal level at work. So first thing, you have to have a policy that all the reps understand that they can be recorded and they're probably going to be recorded on every single phone call. That's easy. I think that they get that. If you're going to work in a call center, you know that your stuff's going to be recorded. Get them to sign that. Make sure that they consent. Make sure you're, you've got yourself covered with that. The next piece is kind of the outside the phone but inside the business AV recording. So that's if you have cameras, which you probably should. So cameras in the call center, cameras in any common areas, hallways, break areas, smoking areas. A lot of times with the cameras, they'll also come microphones with that. So that you can record and pick up. We have recordings, right? So in our hallways and all of our cameras, they also have microphones. So please make sure that all of your reps understand that at any time they consent to be recorded and they consent um, to be videotaped through the through the security cameras. Each state is a little bit different. Some are more strict than others. I would talk to your attorney, make sure that you get that, make sure you get yourself covered. You don't want any kind of lawsuit. If any kind of issues arise and you need to use that film. Or that recording, and then you can't. So just cover your backside with that. Next is number five, which is an attendance policy, right? And there's kind of, for us, it's a positive and a negative. Number one, we have a really cool, um, it's called our F- effort multiplier. We call it You Own Your Paycheck. And basically, it it states that each week an employee works their full shift. They have the ability to increase their base rate of pay, right? It's a full policy. We did a whole podcast on it. If you're having attendance issues, you got to go check out that podcast, But basically, we just explain the full policy of how they can make more money by showing up to work. That's the positive aspect. But number two is the negative, and a lot of you guys probably have something like this. But what happens if if reps miss work, right? If they miss one day, what do they need? If they miss three days, do they need an excuse or a doctor's excuse to come back? At what point do they get suspended or or how do you work that – Um, That issue with them missing time, missing work, what is the policy for that? You guys have to scope that all out and make sure that the reps understand it um, and and you don't You do want any kind of subjectivity in your HR staff. That's the whole thing of policies, right? You don't want the reps saying, well, you've been really good, so I'm only going to give you a one-day suspension. We're Janie here. I don't like her, so she's going to get three. You got to take all that out. You got to have it on paper. What happens when this happens? All right. So now we are on number six. And this is going to very, very widely. And it is a dress code policy. Some of you have no dress code policy, but that is your policy, right? So, whatever your policy is for how reps are supposed to be dressed, it just needs to be stated. You know, if you're an internal call center, you don't have any at home reps, you want to just make sure that everybody understands what's kind of what you can do and what you can't do. So, again we have shirts and ties here we've worked for a lot of financial services companies it's kind of always stuck with us i know that we are in the vast minority of that that's fine i'm not judging i'm not saying what's right or wrong just basically have a have a guideline for what's appropriate attire you know shirts pants do, do you allow um you know sandals or those kind of things do you care sneakers personal hygiene right that's important and a lot a lot of times it gets missed so we basically say if you're going to wear a lot of cologne You're going to wear a lot of perfume we're going to ask you not to do that because it is close quarters some people have allergies but what is that kind of personal hygiene policy and then again if you if you have piercings tattoos if if there's any issues with that probably not but again state you know kind of what how you like to have your call center set up and this is a big culture piece not right or wrong just needs to be thought through okay so the next one is our drug and alcohol policy. I am not going to post this because this varies, again, state by state. It is the wild, wild west right now. It is changing constantly. My, our attorneys are kind of shaking their head constantly at what's going on even here in Pennsylvania. And again, I am not here to judge. I'm not here to make a political statement one way or the other. All I'm saying is you need to make sure you have something specific that the reps know what is acceptable and what's not. I'm not going to dig deep into this because every state is different. You need to talk to your attorneys because I am no attorney. But basically, it, it boils down to this is that you cannot be under the influence. You can't be high or drunk at work, right? So that's where we start. And if we you are, then obviously, we're going to either try to find you some help or we're going to move up to termination depending on what happens or what type of employee or your past history. We're going to take that a step further and, you know, marijuana is now everywhere. You know, it's if you go to the store, you smell it. If you're really anywhere, it's everywhere, right? So, and again, not making any judgments on any of that, but I just, you know, we don't really want it at work. Um, so again, we have found through our attorney that we have permission that if a we believe that a rep is carrying marijuana, if it's in their coat, because our break room reeks, if that ever happens, now it's really not happened, but we have permission to, you know, go find that rep, bring them into a room, ask them to empty their coats, uh, empty their coat. If they do and there is something there, then we kind of have a policy of what we do next. Nothing, you know, we're not calling the police or anything, but again, we're going to talk to them about that. If they don't want to empty their pockets, then, you know, there's a suspension and there's some things that can, that can happen with that. So again, pretty conservative with it. We really don't want it on premise, just like we didn't want, you know, beer on premise. Um, we don't want reps getting, you know, smashed. So we don't really have a problem with it, but again, I think we've been vigilant with it. Reps understand where we stand with it and you know, they've been really good to, to kind of understand the the process of of why that needs to happen. So again, this is going to vary widely depending on where your call center is, the type of culture of the community you're in, the state that you're in, and then also your your culture too, but you got to protect yourself. So drug and alcohol policy number 7. Good luck with that one. <laughs> All right, moving to something a little bit more conservative, number eight is ID badge. You should have an ID badge policy basically that says that they need to be wearing them at all times. For PCI compliance, for any type of compliance, you know, you need to make sure that it's just your employees that are on the call center floor. You need to make sure your call center employees are where they're supposed to be as well. So if there's a, a part of the floor that's a little bit more secure than than another, you shouldn't have people just walking through. They should have a specific badge that says where they're supposed to be. Again, that just depends on the size of your call center as well, but kind of think that through. And then what happens if they lose their badge, right? Do they have to pay for it? Um, Are you given another one free? You know, again, how does that work in in your contact center? What happens if they leave? Do they have to give their ID badge back? That kind of stuff. All right. Number nine is the call-off policy. Right, and so you want to just have a policy that states when a rep can call off. Is it an hour before the shift? Can they call off during the middle of the night? Can they leave a message? Do they need to talk to somebody live? Um, What happens again? This kind of rolls with the attendance policy. If they call off three or four days in a row, you need to just scope it out. Have everybody understand what the proper policies, the procedures are for that. Make sure that everybody understands it. So if anybody falls outside of line, outside of that line, you know, you can kind of either try to get them back in the line, or you know, they're probably doing something a little bit shady. Uh, But again, I would have a a call off, we definitely have a call off procedure and policy that everybody kind of understands. All right, here we are, number 10, dun, 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 the policy that everybody either hates or I get like chest bumps and high fives or virtual internet high fives on, and that is the cell phone and wearable technology agreement. And basically, we say that you cannot, and I believe and can never be swayed to this, that you cannot have a cell phone, or wearable technology on the call center floor at any time. Let's talk again a little bit quickly about this. Number one is you don't want a rep that's having a bad day, got yelled at, or or got reprimanded by a supervisor. Maybe they're taking it bad or their QA scores they disagree with and they're ticked. You don't want them taking their cell phone out, taking personal customer information, live streaming it, posting it, taking pictures of it, God forbid doing other things with the data. That's the number one reason, and number two is go see number one. Right, that's the reason for the policy. It's strictly for security. It's not to be a jerk, Uh, but you can't be PCI compliant. You can't be SOC two compliant if you're allowing cell phones on the floor. Like it makes no, it it baffles me. Let's talk about the two reasons I get pushback. Number one is all my reps are going to quit. Right, Uh, they hate it. They would never do that. And number two is it's twenty twenty, Tom. And, you know, the, my my kid could be sick, school could be calling. And my answer to that is, what did you do in 1996 when we really didn't have cell phones? Well, you know, people would call in the front desk, they would give an emergency message, which would get out to the floor. That's what we do now too. And that could be old school. And you could say, Tom, that is so ridiculous. But I don't care how many reps you have, right? There's There's a way that you can set it up that it can be called and that message can be relayed. Right, and then that rep can take their phone to a to a secure area or to an area off the floor and, and make the call to the school. Right, the second one is all my reps are going to quit. Is that's lazy management and poor soft management. Right, you're scared of your people, you're scared of your reps. Let me tell you how I handle this. I'm working at XYZ company. We've had a cell phone pol. We've had no cell phone policy for the last ten years. Everybody's got their cell phones on. What do we do now? Well, here's what you do. Number one is you pull all of your management team in. You pull all your supervisors, all your team leads, and you buy them lunch, right? If you have a ton of them, you buy four lunches over a couple a couple days, <clears throat> and you talk to them. And you say, hey, guys, it's 2020. We have some security issues that we need to take care of. Number one, for the security of yourselves, for the security of the company, and most importantly, for the security of our customers. We can't have cell phones. We can't have wearable technology. Here's the situations. Here's why it's really bad. This is kind of some of the things that could happen. We talk about fraud protection. This is one of the biggest ways that we can protect that. They're going to buy in if you do it properly. And then what I'm going to do is is once I have their buy-in, I'm going to take all my leaders in my call center, right? Everybody knows who their leaders are. If you don't, then you better start to learn. And what you're going to do is you're going to pull them into and you're going to buy them lunch. And you're going to say, hey, guys, I want to let you know I'm not doing this to be a jerk. I understand how important the cell phones and, and how connected we are as a as a kind of a community or a society now, but here's why, and here's what we need to do, and this is the reason, and it's for the same reasons, protection of our company, protection of you guys, most importantly, protection of the customers. You're going to get their buy-in, and then you're going to announce the policy, and everybody's going to say, boo, and hiss, and I can't do this, and I can't work here. You're going to say, okay, and you're going to let it go for a week, and then it's going to be almost forgotten. You might have one person that just, you know, is, is, (laughs) we always have that one person who's, you know, person of principle, right? And they're going to walk out and quit. You might have that. It's going to it's going to be relatively forgotten about, and it's going to come into the and turn into the culture of your organization. Here's another tip that I would do. I would take one of your best supervisors, and I would bring them into my office, and I'd say, hey, Janie or Jim, I want you to go out there. I want your cell phone to go off, and I'm going to suspend you for three days, right? And I'm going to do it in front of everybody. And you're going to you're going to get the buy in. I'm going to pay this rep. I'm going to pay this supervisor first of all for being off and I'm going to probably give them a bonus, you know, for kind of taking one for the team. If they agree to this, you got to get them to agree. You do it. And so then you let everybody see them do it and they know that if Janie, who's a stud supervisor can get suspended or get whatever that uh, kind of repercussion is that you guys are going to have for for cell phones, that can happen to anybody. Right? And that's just a kind of a I don't know, kind of maybe a cheap way of of kind of getting buy in. Or, or at least getting people to say, hey, they're not kidding. This is for real. Again, that's the, the 10 policies I think are really important that are outside of kind of the, uh, just the HR, the normal world, but more focused on the or, or customer-centric or call center-centric. So again, having an NDA, social media policy, a background check, a recording policy, attendance policy, dress code policy, drug and alcohol, ID badge, a call-off policy, and cell phone and wearable technology, don't fight it, Bite the bullet. You need to do it. All right, guys. That's uh, that's what I got for you for this week. I hope that that is adds some value, at least get you thinking. If you don't have one of these policies, you need to start thinking and talk to your attorney. Um, start to get one into into play. I'm going to post probably seven or eight of these. So I'm not going to post the AV or the recording. I'm not going to post the drug and alcohol because that just varies so widely from state to state. You need to talk to your attorney on that. But again, it's time to get with the times. It's time to protect yourself um, and, and doing this and, and having a well-oiled machine in your contact center, this is one of the, the really big ways. Please, please, please follow us on LinkedIn. Follow me on LinkedIn, tlayered underscore expivia. Go to The Geek, the Facebook community, Advice from a Call Geek Facebook community. Join. It's blowing up. Um, post a review. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week.